0: could I possibly resist that song for my first episode of 2022? That was, of course, Taylor Swift. And this is Stacy Julian with episode 126 of Exactly Enough Time. podcast is about being present. It is also about living with refreshing optimism and cultivating things like curiosity, awareness, and connection. I am your host, Stacey Julian. I am a life enthusiast, a storyteller, and believer. I love to talk about people, places and all kinds of things. Listen up, I think you'll find inspiration for living your life and telling your story. Because you have exactly enough time. Hey, 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 hey! Happy New Year, you guys! (laughs) So good to be back. I did stay up until midnight. On December 31st to welcome in 2022 but I was not at a party but I'm so curious how many parties out there do you think played I'm feeling 22 I'm sure it was a few okay so how are you doing I am truly happy to be here with you for a few minutes today I love fresh starts I love the holidays I love the holidays I'm all in on the holidays (laughs) and I intentionally plan to do a lot and then I'm totally and completely and utterly wiped out like as in exhausted and so a few years back I decided to give myself the gift of not being ready for the new year on January 1 that is way too much pressure. So I take the whole month of January to slowly and deliberately think about who I want to be and what I want to create. Some of us, raise your hand, some of us love resolutions and goals and others of us not so much. My daughter-in-law, Lauren, has a friend who is actually very active and well-known on Tiktok. She relates to a lot of other young moms. And she's been talking recently about the idea of not resolutions, but restolutions. So resolutions, starting with the word rest. It's kind of fun, right? It's a way to think about the concept of a new year and a new you, but with a lot more grace. We all need to just back it up sometimes. Take deep, cleansing breaths, (sighs) right? And recognize how we're already enough and then decide what we want. What sounds fun? What we want to do next from a place of self-love and support. So anyway, however you look at it, We all have this opportunity annually as the calendar turns from December to January to a brand new year to pause and pay attention and remember what is important to us and what is calling to us. And I think it's the best time to remind ourselves of what we have control over. Now, we are almost two years into a pandemic that I think we're all very ready to send on its way. It often leaves us feeling like we might not have control. Like we can't actually plan events and then anticipate them happening <laughs> as we plan. So I thought it might be good to remind myself and to remind you that we do actually still have absolute control over lots of, of things. By control, I mean the power to decide and to direct and to choose. Now, in case you find this interesting like I do, um, I've actually had these notes in my notes app um, as a potential episode since this podcast began before this podcast began in other words this idea this idea of controlling elements of our existence that I can be the master of my soul that I can direct and determine so much of what I do that that concept really appeals to me so what I'm going to share with you today uh, was actually for me inspired um, by a man named Peter Atia. So I'm just going to read you the first part of his bio, okay? Peter is a physician focusing on the applied science of longevity. Hmm, interesting. His practice deals extensively with nutritional interventions, exercise physiology, sleep physiology, emotional and mental health, and pharmacology to increase lifespan or how long you live. At the same time, simultaneously improving health span, which is the quality of your life. So Peter does these super sciency long podcasts that my brain can barely follow, but I do kind of find them interesting. (laughs) So I'm going to link to him you know, and his website in the show notes, but I wanted to at least give him credit for where my thoughts have landed today because they started with him sharing this idea of what we have control over. Okay. Now one more thing before I share my list and there are eight things no, I think I have nine now. I think I added a ninth. <laughs> but before I share my list, I am going to say that I also recently listened to John A. Cuff's podcast, which is so good. It's called All It Takes is a Goal, uh, where he talks about micro goals, just small efforts. Um, and so as I share each of these nine, I believe, areas in my life that I have ultimate control over i am also going to share where i'm at in um, selecting uh something that i want to do in that area in other words creating a micro goal or just yeah deciding what small efforts i'm going to take in this area of control okay how's that for a setup all right here we go number one number one thing that i have control of my morning Yep, what time will I get up and what will I do first? Planning, prayer, ideas, intentions, list making, scheduling of appointments, reviewing my schedule of appointments, all of it. I am learning and remembering more this year that I sincerely believe that even a few minutes of quiet time to plan and ponder All alone is essential, even critical. Totally powerful and game-changing. My morning. I have control over my morning. Now, here's my micro goal, my small effort. And I've just tweaked something and I'm really liking it. So I come out early in the morning, and I gather everything I need, which is quite a few things, like the Kleenex box and the eye drops, and I light the candle, and I get my planner, and I get my scriptures, and right? All of it. <laughs> um, I gather all of that together. I sit down, and then what I do first is I review my appointments, what I'm already scheduled to do. Then I make my list, okay, things things that I'd like to add to what is already scheduled, and then, and then I pray. And I specifically ask and seek for direction so that I can be guided. Then I look back at my day and I make adjustments. It's so interesting, just that little thing. I think what I used to do more often is sit down and pray and, you know, ask for guidance and then I would plan my day. But now I've just flipped them so that the the initial planning happens and then I pray and then I look back at it. And for some reason, I love it. I feel like I'm making some choices and then I'm checking in with that higher power and then I'm looking back and y- I am surprised how often I think of additional little things, most often people, and how I am then able to say, nope, actually, I'm going to hold off on that or I'm going to move this one up on the list. That little small effort, that micro goal in how I approach my planning and kind of a prayerful start to my day. Yeah, that's awesome. It's working. All right. Number one is morning. My morning. Number two, what I eat. We all know this. (laughs) Sometimes it just uh, is aggravating. But guess what? We are in total control about what we eat, about learning about our own individual bodies, paying attention to how we feel deciding how we will indulge I'm a big believer in indulging and then listening to how we talk about what we eat and how we indulge and when and how often and how much because we have a whole lot of talk going on is what I believe and we get to choose what we bring into our home and specifically our pantry and we get to choose to enjoy or not enjoy how we prepare for our meals what what does food preparation look like how do we talk about it how do we think about it how do we enjoy it okay (laughs) so this is my small effort well okay actually it was a huge effort and it happened on one day like pretty much the whole day and then of course i was fine-tuning and having fun for three or four days after that but i cleaned out my pantry I haven't done this for years. Uh, I took every single thing out of my pantry. And then I only put back in what I want to take out again. And this is not new information or a new idea. I know. But that really, if you look at how, what I want to accomplish this year and how I do want to, to be better um, aligned <laughs> with my health and Eating, taking in food that will serve me well. That was really a small effort if you look at the whole year that lies ahead. Cleaned out my pantry. (sighs) Go me. All right, number three, you guys. How I, you can probably guess this, how I move. Now, I'm not just talking about exercise because I think, oh my goodness, too many people like try to make big changes around exercise at the beginning of every year. So I'm not just talking about exercise. I am talking about actively Sitting, <laughs> standing, stretching, massage. Do you, get, do you need to get a massage? What about an adjustment? What about how are you breathing? How are you moving your lungs and thinking about the movement and relationship of your, this is going to sound super woo-woo, but like your inner organs, right? Right. How are you closing and opening your eyes? How are you walking? What are you looking at? What are you focused on? Um, Are you looking up sometimes when you go on a walk? Changes your perspective. Are you moving towards others? Are you embracing your surroundings? Are you smiling? I know we have to wear a mask way too often in my opinion, but are you still smiling? What is your overall posture like? And then there's this whole idea of balancing the movement that will up your heart rate versus the movement that will relax and calm your whole system. I'm way into thinking about moving. And I have my small effort. is, is feels big to me. But um, I've just decided with Addie, I, I homeschool Addie, my daughter, and um, we've decided to add two yoga classes to our homeschool schedule as PE and this is this was the little micro change for me because I kept thinking I want to go back to yoga I used to do yoga years ago and I keep thinking I want to go back and then my brain tells me but you don't really have time because you have all this other stuff that you do and you've got a homeschool and then I just had this thought that what if yoga was part of homeschool because apparently I feel very responsible about homeschool and I'll, and I'll change, you know, and make adjustments in my day around that. I think it's working. We've only gone to two classes. (laughs) Okay. But I'll report back. Um, but that's just a little adjustment in incorporating more movement, the type of movement that I want to incorporate into my life and doing it in a way that I know I'm going to honor it better. Okay. All right. Number four, How I rest. Oh, I really like this one. Which for me is like breathing and sleep and pondering and intentionally avoiding distraction, using that focus feature on my phone to just not let anybody interrupt me unless I want to be interrupted. Um, As I age, I'm recognizing that rest is especially important for me and far more nuanced than I think most people realize, certainly more than I have realized. Okay. Especially in our always on, always open world. Rest is not just sleep. And, and people who are experts in health talk a lot about sleep and I totally, yes, buy into it. Believe it. Sleep is crazy important. Um, but although that's I mean that's part of it but I think rest is way bigger than just sleep because it's again it's this idea that I'm choosing to cease <laughs> I'm going to stop engaging it's that's what it is it's disengagement it's stepping back and away even with thoughts it's pausing to just recognize where I am and what I'm doing and what I'm thinking Um, So that I can be more present and so that I can question what I'm automatically going to move to. You know what I mean? So I can think about what's next and and what I want to have happen next. So here's my small effort. Hope that made sense. (laughs) I am going to sit or lie down. I'm doing this and I'm loving it. I'm going to sit or lie down between 4 and 4.30 p.m. I'm basically going to step away from all of it before dinner. Which, if you go back to thinking, controlling what I eat and how I feel about food preparation, if I am coming at it from a place of rest, it feels so much better and I can almost savor it. I really like this idea of of rest and making one small effort to think about and incorporate rest in a different way. All right, so I just want to review so far, okay? My morning, what I eat, how I move, how I rest, because the next one might surprise you that it's number five. Number five, the the fifth thing that I have control over is my mindset, right? My self-talk, my attitude, what's going on in between my ears. (laughs) You might think that I would start with thoughts and self-talk. Um, because a lot of people do, and it makes sense for a lot of different reasons, but I'm not going to start with mindset and thoughts because I know that for me, this is what I've learned as I move into my fifties through my fifties, I should say, so listen up if you're younger than me and you want to go, Oh, that's possible. (laughs) But for me, my mind, my mindset, the engine for my thoughts is totally fueled by what i eat how i move and how i rest okay it was interesting um, because i had written i mentioned this but i had written my outline for this episode and um and then i participated i talked about those two yoga classes okay the second one was a restorative yoga class and the instructor basically said what i had put in my notes so then i felt validated But basically, something along the lines that our thoughts arise from the sensations, cravings, vibrations in our body, kind of the bodily, how our body's reacting to the environment, environmental cues, so that when I truly listen to my body and honor its needs, okay, then my thoughts will be easier to manage. Does that make sense? If I'm not abusing... Or relinquishing the control specifically that I have over what I eat and how I move and how I rest it's gonna be so much easier to take care of my thoughts and my mindset now this is the one that I am still contemplating when it comes to a small effort slash micro goal um, for now I am journaling I am just every day trying to write out something that I thought and what that thought created for me. Um, I'm very susceptible to thoughts that aren't necessarily serving me. (laughs) And so I want to get better at just not only noticing them because I notice them and think about them, but I want to write, write them down and so create kind of a record and see if that can give me a little more traction in the area of mindset. Overall, I'm a very positive person and I have kind of a natural optimistic perspective, which I'm so grateful for. But I really want to get better at better at controlling right that the thoughts that create my, my mindset. Okay, I think this is number seven my connection to others my relationship the relationship that i have with all other human beings is 100 in my control <gasps> did you know that this is something that i have learned from my life coach jody moore and i have put into practice and i want to get even better at it because i didn't even know originally that this was something that was in my control okay but how connected i feel to anyone and everyone from my husband to my children to friends and other family members extended family to students to employees anyone else that i interact with my relationship that i have with them and how connected i feel is 100 percent in my head i get to decide how i feel about them based on how i think about them (laughs) and I get to show up around them and I get to determine how I will talk to and treat them. It's up to me. My micro goal in this area is my son Chase. Chase is currently off track in his schooling. That doesn't mean he's off track. That means he's not currently at school. He's got one semester and he's home Um, And so he's back under my roof and I want to connect to him more and in more positive ways. I am working on questioning my chase thoughts and my expectations and I'm trying to ask more of him and ask him more how he thinks and feels and I'm going to judge less and I'm going to listen better. You can ask and not listen. I know you know this. I'm particularly good at it. (laughs) But Chase is a remarkable human being in so many ways. I'm so delighted he's home and I'm going to work on our relationship starting in my head. Okay, number eight, my curiosity. I am in complete control over my own curiosity. What and how I'm learning what I'm focused on and what purposeful projects I should say, what projects I'm investing time in and the purpose behind those projects up to me. Dorothy Parker said, curiosity is the cure for boredom. It's one of my favorite quotes. So I'm certain that I've shared it with you before. I think she's right. More than anything, curiosity keeps life exciting. Curiosity is simply This is my own definition permission to question what is and continually ask what could be different. What and how you explore this amazing world of ours and how you choose to learn and what you choose to do. Without realizing it, you guys, we place so many limitations on ourselves. I do. These limitations are based on ah, our age. Gender, the job we have, the job description we have, the location where we live, perceived expectations, previous commitments, um, the weather, (laughs) almost anything can be used to limit our curiosity. Okay, so I think that we, I can be better and want to have exercise more control. Um, As Steve Jobs would say, I want to stay hungry Stay hungry and try not to assume what is, is what has to be. My small effort here doesn't feel small right now, but in reality it is. Um, but I'm working on some adjustments to how I want to position myself in my creative work. I'm being crazy curious. I'm asking all kinds of questions and big what ifs. And I'm just having so much fun, even while some of it feels pretty scary. um, I'm super curious. And so I'm moving forward in that curiosity and it feels very exciting. More on that soon. Okay. We have two more control centers. I don't know why I just said that. (laughs) Two additional areas of control areas that we yeah, that's fine. It's a control center. Something that we can exercise great, decisive, and directional control over. Okay, here we go. Number eight is your sense, my sense of purpose. I love this one because it's less of a what and more of a why. I'm a big why girl. Okay, so purpose to me is the why behind what you do or what you choose not to do who or what informs your thinking it's kind of mindset but then it's it's mindset that becomes purpose why do you watch listen to and read what you watch listen to and read what's the purpose because purpose pushes back on our tendency to just react it helps us determine whether we are choosing to build up or tear down to contribute or consume okay purpose guides that balance in our life i think of good better or best and my micro goal in this category is super easy And kind of fun and I don't do it every time but I want to try and do it more often which is just anytime I'm in a task and maybe it's feeling mundane or it's feeling overwhelming or I'm just not feeling it so it could be any household task it could be driving really anything that you do that you think I have to do this my micro goal in this area of purpose is to say out loud why I'm choosing to do this so I'm folding laundry I actually like laundry but let's just say I'm folding laundry why I say the reason I'm folding laundry is because I love clean clothes that smell good I really love taking care of clothing that my family wears I just think it's a way for me to show my love to my husband and my children and myself is to take good care of the things that we put on. And I can just say that out loud as I fold the laundry or in the middle of any other task, I can say out loud, I am doing this because, or the reason why I am doing this because, and I can just talk out loud for a minute and hear myself state my purpose. Okay, silly, but powerful. That's what I think. (laughs) Okay, this is the last one. My last category for the nine things that I have ultimate control over. The last one is my effort. Okay, how you approach a task. Okay, not the why, but how you approach a task. The permission that you give yourself to do an okay job versus a better job versus your best effort. The best possible job, most dedicated, most invested, most energetic that you could do. There's there's a spectrum there, right? Of of how much effort we put into something. And I've talked before here uh, on the podcast, and I teach a principle that I call an enough quotient or an EQ, which is the idea that you do get to choose what is enough in every realm of your. Life. You get to decide what is enough for you, and you get to decide when you want to invest less effort. And you get to decide this anytime you want, and you can change your mind anytime you want. And just having that permission, recognizing the control you have over your effort, is so totally liberating. I am making it okay. This is my micro goal. I am making it okay not to finish books. Podcast episodes, projects, anything. Even a task like cleaning the bathroom. I might just wipe off the counters and clean the mirror and call it good. I'm just like, it's okay. I'm like, I'm giving it a a minimum effort today just doing the minimum that's required that I think is required and then I'm going to move on and do something else or this is a good book sometimes I buy not sometimes a lot of times <laughs> I buy self-help books and you kind of get the gist in the first 3 chapters and I've made myself like push through in the past but not anymore. I now have permission (laughs) to put less effort into finishing something. I can keep it for sure, but I don't have to finish it. And that way I can start something different or new that I'm more excited about. I think we often default to this idea that life and circumstances, whatever hardship, change, or challenge we're facing, um, these difficult things that we're swimming in i think they seem uh, designed to control our lives but they can't and they don't have to other people the news like i mentioned even the weather um, you are in charge i am in charge i love that so this is your challenge i want you to make a list make your own list Of four or five or eight or nine (laughs) things that you believe you have control over or that you want to have more control over I love I totally love my list of nine things it kind of compartmentalizes aspects of my life that I can visit and revisit with micro goals even if you take back two things this year if you decide to remember that you have more personal decision-making power than you might currently believe isn't that just kind of fun to think about my morning what i eat how i move if and when i rest my mindset the connection i experience to people in my life my curiosity my sense of purpose, and the effort I give. All up to me. That is good stuff. So yes, I am feeling 22. This is going to be a great year. And I love you and I'm so grateful that you listen. Let's remember together. That when it comes to doing and being and making progress in small ways that we do have control and wait for it, that we always have exactly enough time.